0: Champions Mojo is part of the CG Sports Network. I love sweets and I I love a sweet taste. Um, I love something sweet with my coffee. So I feel like there are so many available hacks today to eat sweet things, to find sweet replacements that those are available. So I think that one can still Eat sweets, enjoy sweets and have a healthy life without these huge grams of sugar without spiking your insulin without damaging your pancreas without getting diabetes.
1: Welcome to Champion's Mojo, a podcast to bring out your inner champion. Your hosts are sisters-in-law Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Kelly is a former Division I head swim coach, Olympic trials qualifier, and holds national and world records in master swimming. Maria holds world records in endurance cycling and won the world's toughest bike race, Race Across America. Both are certified health and life coaches. Our goal is to inspire you through conversations with champions. And now your host, Kelly Pallas. Hello,
0: friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. Maria and I are excited today to talk to you about something that can really help your health. We know that sugar addiction is a problem among so many of us, Maria and I included, and it uh, I'm just going to say it outright, sugar is poison for our bodies. We are finding out just how terrible sugar is and all the damage that it can do. So today, listen to the things that sugar can do terribly to our health and then decide if you would like to substitute some of the things that Maria and I are doing that will help you be able to have a sweet life and not ingest this horrible toxic sugar. So, hey Maria, it's great to be with you today. You ready to dig into this?
2: Sure, I've been really looking forward to it. You and I spend a lot of time talking about sugar and how we manage our sweet tooths. We both have a sweet tooth, we've talked about that, and I feel like I have just a full-on carbohydrate sugar addiction. So we've been sharing ideas for a long time, the last few years. um, I feel like I'm really learning about this, so I'm excited to talk about this. Also have learned a lot in the last few years about, you know, as you said, just how truly damaging sugar in our diet is. And when we talk about sugar, we're really talking about mostly you know, added sugar in our foods. Sugar is um, is usually a combination of fructose and sucrose, and um, and the fructose part is especially damaging. So let's just start. Let me just start by talking about the current American diet, which is sometimes known as SAD, S-A-D, the Standard American Diet. Um, according to the American Heart Association, adults consume an average of 77 grams of sugar. That's that's at least three times what we is currently recommended or what we should have. And it's a hundred times the amount of sugar from our diet from 200 years ago. So we, we eat a tremendous amount of sugar. You know, you find it in everything. It's of course, particularly dangerous and abundant and soft drinks or so-called fruit drinks or fruit aids. Of course it's in candy cakes, cookies, pies, dairy desserts and ice cream, sweetened yogurt as a, as a, particularly insidious uh, place to find to find uh, sugar, and of course, sweetened cereals, and a lot of quote, so-called grains are actually just filled with sugar. And according to uh, University of California, San Francisco, sugar is in 75% of packaged foods sold in the supermarket. Even things that are sort of, we think of as savory or healthy, often have lots and lots of sugar in them. So tell us uh, about some of the damages from sugar, Kelly.
0: Sure, Maria, and you know you mentioned all those, you know, cakes and pies and ice cream. We obviously know that those are bad. I mean, sometimes we'll treat ourselves now and then at a birthday party or something, and and I think most people generally are going to stay away from a bowl of M and M's and a big bowl of ice cream. Maybe not. Maybe you know. I wouldn't say people are generally going to.
2: No, I I would disagree with that. I think a lot of people. Well, I
0: I, I mean, I think that they know. I know that they, they know, know it's not good for them are sugary and right. that those are bad for them. But right. that, you know, there's so much sugar in salad dressings and ketchups and that's right. Packaged foods and that we can be ingesting a ton of sugar that we don't even know about. So right. um, let's talk about the negative impacts that sugar has on our health. And obviously the obvious one, which we all know is it's going to cause you to gain weight. I mean, who wants to gain weight? It's just, it's not good. So that's the first one. The second one is it definitely increases your risk of heart disease. So high sugar diets lead to obesity, inflammation. They accelerate your, uh, raise your triglycerides, your blood sugar, your blood pressure. It it just increases all the risk from stroke to having a heart attack. One sugary drink a day can already put you over the recommended daily limit for added sugar. Um, It's also interestingly, yeah, it's been linked to acne. So communities that consume traditional non-processed foods, have non-existent rates of acne compared that blows to blows my urban. mind. Yeah. Isn't that just amazing that if, yeah. if you, if you suffer with acne, and I even think skin problems in general, getting off sugar is a, is a way to improve that. So increases, it increases your risk of type two diabetes. Uh, that is just a horrible disease. If you if you get diabetes, there are so many bad complications from you know infections to diabetic neuropathy to having limbs amputated. I mean, people think, oh, I got diabetes. Well, you can avoid diabetes. Much of diabetes can be avoided, but uh, it's it's not a pretty disease at all. Not something that you want to put yourself into. Some people get it genetically, but this is something that can be exacerbated by sugar. So we really want to stay away from that. It, it possibly can increase your risk of cancer. Um, Excessive amounts of sugar certainly exacerbate cancers. And, and there's more Maria. In fact, I think the ones you're going to talk about here are just probably the worst of the worst.
2: Right. I mean, one of the, the, one of the things that this this is kind of new science that sugar Uh, Too much sugar ingestion leads to fatty liver disease. And we think of fatty liver liver disease as a disease of alcoholics, but the exact same disease can happen in people who eat too much sugar. And and, and unfortunately, even small children, you know, uh, now they're identifying what they're calling a sugar belly, which we commonly we think of as like a beer belly with sugar belly is the exact same disease as fatty liver from eating too much sugar. You know, part of the problem is we're getting a fructose overload. Fructose is, is the part of the sugar molecule, um, that is very difficult for our bodies to digest and has to be digested or, or processed in the liver. And that, that can, eating too much of that
0: can cause uh, fatty liver disease, which is, which is terrifying. And Maria, before uh, on that, before you go on to, uh, off the, on the next one, I think some people think, fructose is just fruit sugar, but it's not, it's the no. molecule in regular sugar that isn't processed by the liver. So some That's people right. think, Oh, you know, and, and fruits, the sugar fruits in do fruit have is fructose. definitely better. Right. They have fructose, but we're talking about a different kind of fructose. So right. I, I mean, you, you, it's, it's
2: right. It's very difficult to eat uh, so much of fructose in in natural fruits to mm-hmm. cause any damage to your liver. Right. But, but so a uh, sugar molecule is made up, like table sugar is made up, sucrose is made up of one molecule of of glucose and one molecule of fructose. So it's half fructose. And that's where we're getting all of the damage. We're we're, we're ingesting tremendous amounts of fructose if we eat a high sugar diet. So other other health risks, uh, kidney disease, of course, your dental health, uh, you can develop, more likely develop gout. One of the things that we've talked about a lot lately, and we're very concerned about is it can accelerate cognitive decline. Sometimes people are calling um, cognitive decline type three diabetes or Alzheimer's disease, sometimes called type three diabetes because they think it might be a problem with you know too much sugar or not processing sugar well. Uh, it increases your risk of depression. You know The sugar swings, mood swings that you can get on when you're on a sugar high or a sugar crash um, can cause inflammation and, and severely impact your mental health you know, one of the things that I think for those of us who care or are a little bit about our skin and how we look, you should know that sugar can accelerate the skin aging process. It, it breaks down collagen and causes us to wrinkle faster. So, I mean, I remember when I was little, they talked about smoking, you know, then they, they, they scared me away from smoking because I didn't want to look old and wrinkly. Well, sugar also causes uh, wrinkles uh, or makes or increases that. And then it, it can increase cellular aging. It's, but, and it drains your energy, you know, products that are low with sugar usually don't have protein or fiber or fat. And so you get a quick boost of energy followed by a, a crash and then you have to eat more. So just, and then we, we didn't even touch on all of the, all of the bad things that eating a high sugar diet can cause. But as Kelly discussed in the beginning, you know, those of us who have a sweet tooth, you can still enjoy sweets and cut way back on your sugar. So Kelly, why don't you
0: start with that? Yes, I, I have, I I really have always seen for whatever reason, I, I think maybe, maybe my mother scared me with sugar. I think my dad has always scared us about diabetes, you know, oh, don't eat sugar, you'll get diabetes. So I've really been an avoider of, of sweets. Um, And I'm not a huge carb eater. I, I like carbs, but I'm not a huge carb eater. So I'm, you know, being, having Skin issues all my life. I, I know when I've eaten sugar, my skin can get worse. I, I don't, you know, an old uh, saying, Mama Miracle. I don't know if you remember mom saying this, that Mama Miracle would get arthritis and she would say, Oh, when I eat too many sweets, my arthritis gets worse. So I well, kind yeah. of always avoided sugar. However, all that said, I love sweets and I, I love a sweet taste. Um, I love Something sweet with my coffee. So I feel like there are so many available hacks today to eat sweet things, to find sweet replacements that those are available. And I have found great cookies that are, you know, have two grams. I try to limit uh, my sugar, my added sugars to under 20 grams a day, uh, which you can. You know, I've found great cookies that are called Healthy Vegan Bites. They're made like with oatmeal. You can make um, fat bombs. They're great recipes with fat bombs online. Many, many bars, you know, like uh, Raw Rev is a great bar. We'll we'll put these in the show notes. They're keto bars that are delicious, Quest bars that are delicious that you can eat with coffee. And Lily's Chocolate is another one that has zero sugars, but it tastes really sweet. And you do have to adjust your sweetness level, which will happen. Like if you're used to eating a bowl of ice cream and then you eat, you know, uh, a lightly sweetened cookie, it's not going to taste as sweet. But if you just build into that, then it's, it, it tastes amazing. So I think that one can still eat sweets, enjoy sweets and have a healthy life without these huge grams of sugar, without spiking your insulin, without damaging your pancreas, without getting diabetes. So that would be the first step is finding substitutes. Uh, Maria, what are some other things that you do or that you think we should do to eliminate sugar and still have a sweet life, as we say?
2: Yeah, I, I really, as as I've talked about in the show and that you and I have shared that, you know, I really love sweet stuff too. And it's, it's terrific to live in 2020 because we have so many, as you mentioned, sweet options that aren't, aren't sweetened with sugar. What's, what's happened is they've got fibers that taste sweet or stevia, which is a non-sugar sweetener. We're not encouraging you to ingest the artificial sweeteners, um, like, uh, NutraSweet or Aspartame. Those are not good for you. And there's some saccharin or saccharin. Or those, those are not good for you. And there are some studies that indicate that people who drink, um, those uh, drinks sweetened with those actually end up eating and drinking more, uh, sugar. So, but, but there are plenty of monk fruit sweeteners and stevia and, um, other, they're basically a lot of them are either alcohol-based sugars, which are not digested in your body. Uh, you're, they taste sweet, but they do not, they do not increase your blood sugar levels. They're alcohol-based sweeteners and also fiber-based sweeteners. So it's a good time, you know, you can go out there and look and see, Um, you know, what's available just now that now the FDA requires that sugar be on a separate line. So you can see how many grams of sugar in a processed food. And uh, but the other thing is, yeah, just for me, I had to get rid of all of the sugary stuff in my house, I had to just go through and be ruthless. I had to throw out last year's Halloween candy, I had to, you know, get rid of ice cream, anything, even for me, uh, white, kind of white carbs like pasta, white pasta and, and rice. I had to just clean out my cabinet. And then, because my time, my week time was always at night when I was tired and I always wanted something a little bit sweet after dinner and a little bit sweet would turn into a whole carton of ice cream and, you know, three cookies, which, and then going to bed just terrible, terrible for you. So I would say clean out your, clean out your pantry. If you're serious about this and, and you know, I love thinking of it the way you describe it, Kelly, as, it's really truly a poison you know you 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 have to think of it as good as it tastes and as good as it briefly makes you feel it is terrible for you in even the medium term, much less the long term so you know it, it, your grandmother was right you know it causes inflammation, which of course leads to you know more arthritis or bad feelings in your in your joints so yeah clean out your be serious about this take everything sweet out of your house and throw it away. It is trash.
0: Don't give it to your kids. Don't give it to anybody. Just throw it away. And I'd love to talk a little bit about Stevia because that is one of my definite huge hacks. And Stevia is made from a plant. It is a hundred times sweeter than sugar. The Indians have used it for eons, it's a green plant. If you grow stevia in your backyard and you crunch up the leaves or put it in your mouth, it tastes super sweet. Monk yeah. fruit is another natural sweetener, xylitol. But the FDA did not approve stevia as a sweetener because this the sugar lobbyist would not allow stevia to be approved as a sweetener. So it was it's called a food additive or a supplement. It's finally making its way, to the tables of a restaurant, um, it, I think some Starbucks are carrying it. It's in a green little packet. Like you've got you know, saccharin, which is in the pink packet. And then you've got, I think sucralose, which is in the blue packet, and you've got sugar, which is in the white packet or sugar, which is in the brown packet and raw sugar means nothing. It's all sugar but stevia is in the green packet. It's natural. It's been around. It does not spike your blood sugar. It's very sweet. I use it in my coffee in the morning. So I have a nice sweet coffee with stevia. One stevia is very sweet. I, my favorite soft drink is Zevia with a Z, which is basically sweetened with stevia, but it's got all the flavors. So you, they've got Cokes and seven ups and Dr. Peppers and Mountain Dews and, Uh, strawberry flavor and uh, what what do Mark and I fight over? Black cherry, um, ginger ale, root beer, all of those in Zevia and there are other brands, but Zevia seems to be our favorite. And that for like, we'll eat dinner and then we'll have a Zevia and it is super sweet, super delicious, super light, in addition to all the other things. But Stevia is a safe, sweet alternative you can bake with it there. It's in swerve. So there are a lot of baking alternatives. Like one of my favorite things to make is like a banana nut bread. And I will use Lily's, uh, zero sugar chocolate Chocolate chips. chips. I'll make chocolate chip banana, banana nut chocolate chip bread, um, with, with a swerve sweetener and the zero calorie chocolate chips. And you can eat a big piece of banana nut chocolate chip bread with, you know, a fourth of the grams of sugar. If you're, if you know where to find the right substitutes for these. So once you clear out your pantry from all the unhealthy stuff, then you can substitute the swerve, the stevia, the monk fruit, other sweeteners that you can reach to when you are going to, you know, like I, I told Maria, when we started this, I don't want to be on a non-sweet diet. I mean, I like to have something sweet during the day at, you know, some point, And I just call these, you know, safe sweeteners. Yeah. I, I, that's actually absolutely right. The, um, Swerve is
2: made from, I think stevia and xylitol. Xylitol. Think. Yes. Which is a good, yeah none. Yeah. Non it may, doesn't. it may
0: have a little sugar in it, but uh, it's a mixture that bakes well and isn't, doesn't spike a blood sugar. And I'm not sure if I made it clear that if stevia had been approved as a sweetener, then all those other sweeteners would literally go out of business. If, if stevia is ever labeled a sweetener, then sugar will go away. Um, uh, s- Saccharin will go away, sucralose, will, I mean, uh, yeah, sucralose and aspartame. Those are poisons, and those would be off the shelves because, so, so the them. lobbyists in Washington, they are fighting that stevia will never be labeled a sweetener, and so many people don't even know about stevia. Well, yeah, I, th- I think
2: stevia is absolutely one of the answers to the what, how do I eat something sweet um, question. But I think people also, again, need to understand that, you know, they've done sugar, fructose, glu- glucose, combination is, is truly, it is addictive. They've done <laughs> functional MRIs where they measure, like they show what, what parts of your brain light up when you eat fructose as sugar. Uh, and, and they can put it right next to a brain that has actually ingested cocaine And the pleasure centers are the same for some people, not, not everybody has this kind of a response, but I do. (laughs) And I mean, I know I do like when I eat sugar, my eyes roll back in my head and I feel (laughs) amazing for about, you know, 10 minutes. And so, you know, I, I think thinking of it for me, thinking of it that way is very, very helpful that I, I just really must, must avoid it. And since I have been, I am so much healthier and my, energy level it, you know it's just amazing i used to think that everybody had to take a nap in the afternoon no <laughs> for me that was just the no. product of my sugar roller coaster lifestyle you know i i and so anyway that it's dangerous it's addictive and there are alternatives you don't have to live a life without sweetness i think that is our that's that's our message and yes. uh, we'll try to put some of these alternative sweeteners in the um in the show notes, as we said, but there's lots out there now. Be, thanks in part to the rise of the keto diet, which is very low carb, you know, where you, there, there's just tremendous numbers of fiber based sugar, alcohol based, yeah, sugar, alcohol based and, and stevia based sweeteners that will not, will not do that to your body and your brain will not cause the damage that sugar does to your body and your brain.
0: Yeah, and there's of, healthy gums. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. if you like to chew gum, there's natural like anti-cavity gums that you can chew that are made with xylitol that are that are really healthy for chewing. So we'll, we'll put a list of- Oh, erythritol of was the other one I was
2: thinking. Erythritol, erythritol. is another- Erythritol. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's another really good one. And Maria, I you, we've we've talked about this on the show before. It's just kind of a, a, a trait of champions. And I agree with you that one should just- if you're, if you're going to do something 98% of the way doesn't work, you got to do things a hundred percent of the way. So I think by just avoiding sugar altogether, not having a piece of cake at a birthday party, like I literally find that to be revolting and we just passed Halloween and I'm, you know, I'm at the, the big box store and I passed the, you know, the bag of a hundred little mounds bars and, and, um, Reese's, I think Reese's peanut butter cups are the most popular uh, candy in America. So I passed that thing and I, I think, oh, I know we're going to get trick or treaters, you know, in our neighborhood. We've, we've recently moved, but this new neighborhood is definitely a trick or treater type neighborhood. Wouldn't <laughs> yeah, you agree, the houses Maria? are close together. <laughs> yeah, the houses are close together and there are a lot of, you know, a lot of families. And so, um, and I just couldn't do it. I literally thought, I am not, I'm going to, turn off my lights and not be home or, or just sit in the back and, you know, work because I don't want to give kids sugar. I, I I just think it's awful. And if I could find something, I'm trying to come up with something that kids won't, you know, hate me for if I hand them a, you know, I'm not going to hand out apples, but um, I don't know. I don't know what I could come up with, but I, I just couldn't, I couldn't give them sugar and I, and I, I just don't want to do it. Yeah.
2: And I, I, I... That's a very serious thing. And I don't understand. Well, I did it. You know, my kids growing up, of course, we did Halloween, we ate sugar. And I I just, I'm just going to plead ignorance because I didn't know how bad it was for you. Yeah. Would you, would you hand little bags of marijuana to the kids if they came, you know? No, or or, little bags of cocaine. cocaine. It's
0: literally like, it's truly... It's truly awful. And so let's talk about a Reese's um, peanut. Maybe that's peanut serious.
2: F- I'm wondering. I, I don't think it about. is. I'm not. I mean, I,
0: I'm a zealot. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching. I just, you know, I'm an evangelist with anti-sugar. Now I will say chocolate Reese's peanut butter cups were my favorite thing. And so what I do for my Reese's peanut butter cup fix, get your favorite organic peanut butter that doesn't have sugar. So it's just basically ground up peanuts that peanut butter, get a Lily's dark chocolate bar or even a Lily's milk chocolate bar, zero grams of sugar, super sweet. You make a little, two little bars of the chocolate and layer it inside with regular peanut butter and eat that and it's delicious. It takes like a Reese's peanut butter cup with zero grams of sugar. And you know, what, when we can eat that, why eat a, something that's gonna spike your insulin hurt your pancreas, make you addicted, and then you're gonna have a sugar crash within a half an hour and be feeling horrible. I call them food comas, yeah. where you're just, you're, you're in a food coma because your body has been, po- you, you've been poisoned. So I'm sorry, I'm going off the deep end, but I really, <laughs> I can't, I just, I, you know, it's just, I hope we've impressed how awful sugar is and yet what other great alternatives are out there to still be able to eat something sweet. Unfortunately and drink something it's still, sweet.
2: yeah, unfortunately it's still a little counter-cultural. But I think in you know if if the if the nutritionists and and the government is honest, we'll in the next you know 10 or 20 years we'll see even more of the bad news about sugar coming out. But but there's a big you know again I I'm not into conspiracy theories, but there's a big reason why sugar is in everything it actually, the fructose actually can help uh, foods remain fresh. It's kind of acts as a preservative and it tastes good and it's addictive. So, I mean, if you're a a company making, you know, a product that you want people to buy over and over and over again, you know, add some sugar, it's addictive. (laughs) And so, Mm. but I also want to say something about my personal experience of trying to kick sugar. It was really hard. I, you know, I, I was in a, Uh, I would even say almost a depression for six weeks, you know, just thinking, Oh, I can't have sugar. I mean, and I would eat the, you know, the alternatives, a little bit of sweet here or there, but my sugar thermostat was up so high that unless it was like super sweet, it wasn't enough for me. And I, I know this happens with people kicking other addictions. Like they, they actually go through a period of, of sadness and depression They just don't know if life will be good without sugar. And I'm here to say, it's great. And, you know, with these little hacks that Kelly has sort of taught me, but it is difficult to give it up, especially if you're really like for me, for many, many years, eating a tremendous amount of sugar every day. You know, people talk about their soda, their, you know, canned soda habit. It's really hard to kick it, but it can be done and it's worth it for your health, your beauty, you know, your family, your kids. Um, and that your would be your pancreas, your pancreas, your, 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 your kidneys. limbs. Yeah. Your limbs. Yeah. 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 So,
0: yeah. And, and the other thing that, that I think you alluded to that I wanted to just, it's, it's anecdotal, but it's real in my life is, you know, we just lost my mom, your mother-in-law, right. your right. husband's mom to Alzheimer's. And, you know, there's no history of Alzheimer's in our family, but my mom was a little sugar carbo baby who yeah you know, she loved her angel food cake. And I remember at the, like later in her life, when she got into her eighties, she, she started really getting cognitively demented in like her mid eighties, but she would have little Debbie's hidden around the house and, and you know, chocolate brownies and, and coffee cakes. And she was just like in that mode of a lot of seniors where they're just, they're attracted to sugar and they just eat a lot of sugar. And I really believe that the plaques and tangles that you know she died of alzheimers and when they and and she was um beautifully had donated her brain to science and when they did the autopsy on her brain she had a lot of plaques and tangles where you know they believe that that could be type 3 diabetes so as a you know a woman in my 50s that doesn't want to get alzheimers and i'm sure we have listeners out there that are you know 40s and 50s that could back off their sugar and maybe we don't know what causes alzheimers but Sure doesn't um, hurt to not eat sugar if that could be one thing that might protect me from getting Alzheimer's.
2: Yeah, there's so many reasons Alzheimer's and cancer. I've often told the story of my sister who died from brain cancer. The end of her life, all she wanted to do was eat sugar. And I, I swear, this is not scientific, but my, the way I think of this mentally is that, that cancer, cancer, lots of cancers love sugar and that cancer was just growing and feeding and she ate nothing but carbs and sugar and sugar and sugar and i'm not blaming her cancer on eating sugar she had a very healthy diet but once the sh- once the cancer was there i think it really it really changed you know her appetite for sugar because cancer loves sugar so another thing yeah. to think about Anyway, (laughs) we've done this with a scare tactic. (laughs) tactic. Well,
0: I don't don't know that, yeah, it's scare. but I do, I know there have been the two stories that we've told about my mom and your sister are anecdotal. However, we absolutely know that there is real evidence that's um, proven and studied that when uh, people are prone to seizures, especially kids that have, you know, that are having multiple seizures every day, and they go off of carbs and off of sugar, their seizures cease. So there is definitely something happening in the brain when sugar and carbs are taken away, something that, that helps that inflammation that may be causing, you know, the seizures. So that's real. There, there is a connection between the amount of sugar and carbs one eats and the brain's functionality.
2: Yeah, that's right. So Anyway, we know we know a diet high in sugar causes all kinds of things, but you know the, the science is out there. We have in the notes a couple of websites uh, that are more scientific than Kelly or I are, but that convinced us that that you know we needed to take drastic ac- action in our own lives to avoid sugar, and we're encouraging others to
0: do the same. Yes. So anyway, that's that's going to be a wrap, Maria. I hope that uh, we haven't gone. Gone. What do they say? We've, we've gone from preaching to meddling.
2: <laughs> we absolutely <laughs> have. I don't think there's a middle ground for sugar though. At least it wasn't for me. No. So, no. you know, I, think I don't think there is. And we should add too that. We do health coaching. If you're having trouble with sugar, we'd be happy to help you through those difficult weeks to try to get off of it. So you can contact us. You can go to our website, jamesmojo.com and contact us about that.
0: Yes. We, we can be your anti-sugar coaches. That's right. All right. All Callie. right, Maria. Love you so Love you. much. Thanks for inspiring right. me. Thank you right. for inspiring Bye-bye. me. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: This week's quote of the week comes from our very own Maria Parker. It's terrific to live in these times because we have so many sweet options that don't damage the body. They are not based on sugar, but natural fibers or plants or alcohols that taste sweet, not artificial sweeteners, which have problems of their own, but on real whole food sweeteners that are healthy and can satisfy one sweet tooth.
2: You've been listening to the Champions Mojo podcast with host Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Champions Mojo is produced by Cobra Media and a new episode debuts every Tuesday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Follow Champions Mojo on Twitter, Instagram,
0: and Facebook at Champions Mojo.